0: to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 50 years ago while his five kids were running around. You may ask why the front porch, because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family owned, operated, and friendly. Pour some more with us. Our carriers don't cap the amount of liquor receipts, so pour some more. Reach out to us for all of your liquor liability needs. Today, we are talking about how to become promoted organically. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Happy Friday, Dana. Happy Friday. How are you doing, Nicole? Oh, I am peachy. It's been a really crazy week of you know growth plans and what we're going to do in 2023 marketing-wise for the Toscano agency and how all that's going to work, so... Growth is on my mind, you know, fun marketing plans and comic relief is also there, which is the thing I love about my job. That's great.
1: (laughs) I can't believe we're in the last quarter, like, you know, know. getting into November. So I know how well you plan ahead. So. I'm sure that's taken up a lot
0: of your time. It is, you know. So, in marketing, you're always working two to three months out. We definitely are doing that right now. So, that's that's the thought process. So, right now, my head's in January and February, even though we haven't even had Christmas yet. So, I know
1: it's barely Halloween. I know it's coming. I know it's on. Well,
0: when they hear this, it's going to be Halloween. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I know.
1: I feel so bad because I'm watching the weather. We've been really lucky. And then, of yeah. course, Monday, Halloween. Rain, I'm like, These is it kids. gonna rain? Oh, I'm gosh. Like, I'm a, I'm I didn't 65 look here having sunny on Saturday. I'm like, can't you just let them trick or treat on Saturday, please?
0: Oh, like, because
1: it's gonna be so beautiful all weekend. Then here comes Monday night, and I probably have to put umbrellas and raincoats over there. Oh, I'll put trash bags. So it
0: can be a bag of leaves. <laughs> <Trash>
1: bag that's <laughs> clever.
0: <laughs> I like that. that's will oh, glue some leaves too, or whatever. <laughs> We'll make it work. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So, So, you know, we're talking about growth and this is a great segue into our topic today. So we're talking about ways to organically secure a promotion. And Dana, congratulations to you. You were just promoted at the (gasps) Toscano Agency as a transportation underwriter last week. Well, I guess it's two weeks now. So I want to unpack how you got to where you are, the steps you took in your career, and kind of explain the story because there is so much great opportunity for growth in organizations right now. I know a lot of people are are struggling, like everyone's short-staffed. It's hard to find good talent. And you know we've talked through some of that on the podcast recently, but the positive to all of that is organizations are looking for natural leaders internally. They need to fill seats. They need people who are going to motivate and lead them to the growth and success they want. So there could be a promotion waiting out there for you. It may not be announced. It's really different. It's not like you bid on a job anymore to be promoted internally. These things can pop up any second. So preparing to organically grow and get into a, a promotion situation or a different seat is definitely something that's happening more often than not these days. So Dana, bring us up to speed here. Tell us a little bit.
1: Well, thank you very much. And like you said, this position was a impromptu thing that came up and was offered to me. And I'm very grateful and thankful. However, I do think that, like you said, I when I came to Toscano's, um, I was pretty open that I I wanted to continue growing in the insurance industry. If you want me to go beyond that before that, I know I've talked a lot of of my prior experiences, especially in the retail world and what I did, but in all honesty, I told you my struggles. If you've listened in the past of what I I loved, what I did, but I got to a a ceiling for me where I I knew I wasn't going to open my own agency and, and go that route. I just decided that. I want to see what else was out there and yeah. um, as scared and as nervous and everything as I was, I didn't know a company like Toscano's existed. And um, I remember the first time I, my first interview with this company, I just, all of a sudden my eyes opened and I saw such opportunity and it was like, I want to, I want to get in here. I have to get in here, especially the stage I was in, in my career. Like, I finally saw hope. So when the opportunity presented itself here, and again, I was in the personal lines department, which that's where I was from. So that's a great fit shoe in for me to get in and learn the wholesale side and the personal lines. Um, I was pretty open from the beginning that my goal is to continue growing in this industry. And hopefully I could continue growing in this company. And I think it was known at that time, that, I mean, I might not forever stay in personal lines. And I thought for at least a couple of years, I never knew, but it, I was pretty open with my manager, with HR, and that every year as reviews, that was always known. But mm-hmm. the thing about this company and the different departments is they had really neat systems in place where if you wanted to sit in and with somebody for a little portion of a day to see what they did, they actually opened up those opportunities. You could sit with someone in processing in the casualty department and the commercial auto department. And I remember one of my, in my first year, that was one of the things I did. And I went and I sat with different underwriters or in people's jobs to see what they did, because I think they wanted us to be open to other mm-hmm. opportunities if they ever came up Absolutely. I thought that was a wonderful thing, because how else would I know what there was or what the scope was whenever all I ever knew was personal lines? Mm -hmm. So it was a fantastic way. And subconsciously, deep down, I always was intrigued by the commercial auto department. But I just thought it was going to be at least a five year process. Like, but at least that, that was like a number for me. Like, I thought five years was a healthy building block in a new company and a new wholesale insurance industry to segue me into a commercial side. Mm-hmm. But organically, for me, opportunities came way faster than I ever imagined. And um, that I'm forever grateful. Um, I, I, I honestly, even just my segue over to commercial auto was like a, a blur. I couldn't believe it happened when it happened. I congratulated my manager now, she was an assistant and she got promoted and I congratulated her <laughs> and it segued in. I think you'd be a great fit here. And the next thing I know, I'm, well, oh, I'd be interested. And all of a sudden it, this segue happened and that was my foot into the commercial auto. And then But when I was in there, I knew that this was like the department I was really focusing on. So I really dug deep into it and I went headfirst in to learn as much as I could and to show them. And I always told my managers, listen, I want to keep growing. I want to keep growing. And they said, where do you see yourself? Every review, because we did quarterly reviews and annual reviews. Do you see yourself being an underwriter? I said, I would love that if that opportunity presents itself. But I was always very open. I'm never here. I think some people and in industries, I'm not here to take anybody's job. That is mm-hmm. never what I'm here to do. I'm right. here to contribute to my department, my team as a whole, to do the best for what's best for this company. Right. So if these rules present themselves, please let me know. I'd love to fulfill them, whether... Even if it's I'm not fully ready. Yeah, of course, I'd love a few years in one role and then progress. Mm -hmm. But I also was open with them that if something opens up, that's a growth opportunity for me. And you think I could fit the niche, even if I'm not fully ready, I'm not going to be afraid to take the opportunity. I mean, I told them that from the get go. But if you don't think I'm ready, if I try to go for something, then I need you to tell me what I need to do to get there. I was always very open to my managers and I'm very thankful I could be. I understand there's places that don't allow that, but I never had that here. So I was the assistant first. And then was it about a year into that? I got that interim role where I was also assisting. I was assisting two teams. I was a support role in underwriting where I was also I was getting into the underwriting side. And then I was also assisting, helping assistants but I was starting to tap into the underwriting side and the role and what they did. So I was in that role for just about a year now before this commercial auto underwriter came up that they, so I'm so thankful. They called me about, you know, I still, just because I'm I'm getting into these roles nothing's ever assumed that it's coming to me. You know what I mean? I would right. never assume that. Of course I, I would have, if it would have opened up, I would have applied for it, mm-hmm. but I was, very blessed in, in the right position that they they asked me about it, and I said, "Listen, ready or not, I'm jumping into this because mm-hmm. the opportunity is presenting itself." So I, I, that's how I organically got to this position. A lot of it has to do with with luck sometimes, and the way the department's developing and the timing of things. But I knew going in. I might be a couple of years. I actually thought even becoming an underwriter was gonna be a good five years because we had a lot of good underwriters in place. and I was right. very happy. I was still growing, and they were still letting me, you know, there was there's just so much to learn. And there own. is.
0: <clears throat> there is. And, you know, it's really interesting, the things that you shared. A lot of us are used to a a process for being promoted. And, you know, you have to apply for this job over here. You have to re-interview. You can be waiting months for this. You know, you have to bid on it. You might not be able to go back to your previous role, all of those things. So that is like the 1990s version of promotion. I will say since COVID has happened, there has been so much movement in so many companies with positions. I think it's a great opportunity. So this is what I mean by being organic in this. You may be being looked at for a promotion now, and you have no clue. There could be a strategic plan you're not aware of, This does not necessarily mean that you have to have a formal career path with your manager, your supervisor, however your structure is. This can be at the smallest agency or the smallest um, uh, any kind of organization, even if it's not insurance. You know, this is anywhere. And the way to make this happen organically is to be a team player be anxious to want to learn, sit and learn and build your awareness of what other people do in the organization. A person who has a complete understanding of how things work from start to finish and the company they work for, they are a true asset to that company. And I'm I'm going to brag a little bit about my husband. He's a very, very humble man. Over dinner last night, he said to me, he, he started at a newer company. He's been there for um, four months now. And, you know, he is in the design industry with kitchens and he has been in this industry for over 20 years. He understands from start to finish, how to build the cabinets, how to draw the design, how to measure things down to the 16th of an inch, which makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Like he is my complete opposite. He is so analytical and he needs to understand that. Well, he's been doing really good at this company. He's working with these high-end clients, you know, doing kitchen design for people who own sports teams. Like this is high-end stuff. His smallest kitchen isn't less than a million dollars. Like that's where it starts. Like this is high-end. Okay. So when he came into that role, he said, I want to start in the shop. I want to see what the process is from start to finish here, because what I'm doing is affecting the people here. I need to understand. So. Jared has installed kitchens. He's designed kitchens. He's done everything all around. So he knows the work that he's doing is going to be good for the contractor who's installing it, good for the client. It's going to flow the way they need it to. The contractor's not going to have questions. The shop is going to understand what he's doing. Long story short, He says to me yesterday, you know, he had his three-month review and they do quarterly talks, just like most organizations do. So he had his three-month review. They're really happy with him at the beginning of the week. Yesterday, the manager says to him, hey, I really want to talk to you. You did a great job on this job that we gave to you. He wants to change the way the process is, the way they do these orders. And Jared said from the beginning, he's like, Hun, I really think that they could do something different, but I'm the new guy and I don't want to come in and flip everything upside down. I want to make sure, you know, I, I prove myself and that I, I can help um, significantly to do good for this organization. So the owner says to him or the manager says to him yesterday, I want to use a new software program. Here it is. Take a look at it. What do you think? And Jared's like getting super excited. And he's like, oh my gosh, this would be absolutely great. If we could do this, it could change this, that, and the other thing. So my husband says to me at dinner last night, he goes, I don't know why he came to me for that. And I'm just like throwing my hands in the air. I'm like, because you get it from start to finish. So just like you said, Dana, when you really take an interest of understanding and we'll use insurance, for example. So if you're sitting as the underwriter, you understand what the support staff does, who enters the policy in and issues the policy. You understand what accounting does, how they invoice, how they bill. You understand what the finance company does to help to be able to provide payment plans. You understand what marketing does to be able to get more leads to your desk and how you can contribute. That is the type of behavior that helps you organically grow in an organization and be perfect for a promotion.
1: I can't be anybody, anything without the support. I mean, everybody plays a role and I am so grateful for everyone involved in writing every piece of business. There is a lot of teamwork in the whole entire de- company that goes into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really are as good as our support staff, to be honest, and and they, I, I love them dearly. I really genuinely do because they do so much behind the scenes work you know mm-hmm. i know we could put it on the table but yeah okay after that there are so many other people that touch that that piece of insurance before it goes out the door or whatever financing mm-hmm. policies doc, endorsements certificates there are just so many people involved um through the chain of events that I, and that that is the cool thing about here and like i said i got to sit through all those departments and i got to in in the different even starting personalized, I really learned a big scope of, of our policy service on that front. And then how it pertains to commercial auto, but how much you lean on them. And then you become friends with them and talking to them because you have to work together. You really, yes. really do. And everyone just plays such a big role. It is such a team effort in everything you do.
0: It definitely is. And you know, this is the way that I look at this and I've explained this to several of my team members before. So I got to bring it back to running because that's what we always (laughs) seem to do. We should have a running podcast as well. But anyways, um, so the underwriter here is like the finisher of the race. They're the ones who are issuing the policy. They're the ones who's getting it to the the agent to get to the insured. They're finishing it. They're getting it bound, you know, collecting the money. There are so many other people that contributed to that before getting to that finisher. That's the way I look at it. If you're doing a race like that, the underwriter is the finisher. Marketing has promoted it. Policy services is going to enter it in so you can do it. You know, accounting is going to do their piece as well in invoicing, so they're an after you know after it's issued, etc. But that's a really, in my mind, that's a really good way of describing it.
1: Right, right. You see, you see us at the finish line or whatever, putting it on the books. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the other people that that do all the other behind the scenes work, we couldn't, we can't, we can't be there without them. We just can't. I, we can't. Right. We need them because if we can't invoice it and finance it or and get the pay. We can't do all these other things. Then what good is the the product? Right. You know what I mean? It's not gonna it's not it wouldn't work. It
0: just wouldn't work. Exactly. So I know a lot of people and folks I talk to on a regular basis, external clients are like, oh I wish, you know, I wish my boss would give me a career path. I wish I would know what I need to do to get to here. I wish That would be laid out for me. So not every organization is going to have a formal career path. But if you are interested and you want to be promoted and you want to grow in your career, number one, just like you said, Dana, you have to let your manager know. When you're having that quarterly review, that annual review, hey, I want to continue to grow in this company, challenge myself, learn new things to get to a different role. I don't want to sit here and remain in the same spot. Guess what, guys? No one really does. Some people do, but the generations that are coming into the workforce, they do not want to stay with the same company doing the same exact thing for the next 30 years. It's not reality anymore. We need to motivate people the way they need to be motivated and understand what that is for each individual. And I take that back to the leader's responsibility. That is the responsible the responsibility of a good leader, to know what it is that motivates each and every single person who follows you. It may be money for some people. It may be educational opportunities. It could be a flex schedule for someone who has children or a sick parent they're taking care of, whatever it may be, knowing what that is. And that can get weaved into a career path too. But- I think it's really important, number one, that you communicate that you want this. Try to get something together. Hey, here's what I want to do within the next three years and share it. And I I love this approach. And Dana, I think it's so important. Building the awareness of what other teams do in your organization and showing that really shows that you are a team player and you want to know because you want to do your best for the organization. Those are my pieces of advice. If someone comes to me and people on my team have, and we've done these things for them, you know, it's not going to be, hey, I'm going to give you $5,000 if you do X, Y, Z this year. That's not how this works. It's really taking the approach of wanting to build your awareness, be a great team player, and how you can help the organization to succeed even more.
1: Right, right. And like I said, I, I was I was pretty shut off to things outside of personal lines. So seeing those mm-hmm. other departments and just having those shadow opportunities, I'm not talking it was their days by any means. I mean, it might have been a half hour at a time here and yeah. there. It was, but it was enough to be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing here, and and in, enough intrigue to say, oh, this is great. This could be something down the road, and yeah. start planting the seed. I think that's wonderful, and like you said, from the managers too, and and those quarterly reviews, in the annual reviews, whatever the reviews that you have, to take advantage of them. That was one of the questions in our reviews. What what goals do you have for yourself? Where do you see yourself in five years? Things like that. So you could both share, you know, what what they see for you, what you want for yourself. So things can align. So when the opportunities arise that you guys have been on the same path, I get it. It could take sometimes way longer than ever anticipated, but sometimes it can happen a lot quicker than you ever imagined too. The goal is. You got to give back too. Like you got to mm-hmm. show, you got to prove yourself too. That's the other side. So Definitely. if you're saying you want that, you got to show initiative that you're putting the time in, that you're really working hard. That what if that does uh, that opportunity arises tomorrow, that you will be the first person that they will think of.
0: That's definitely something I did at my agency. Cause I know, you know, we've got a lot of folks here who have small independent agencies that listen. And if that is the case for you, this is my advice. It is hard to be able to give large um, salary bumps to your staff. Cause you don't know how you're going to do the next year. I get how scary and difficult that can be. What I did with my staff is we set out goals throughout the year. Here's the number of policies. Here's the premium amount. Here's the focus. Here's the learning. I want you to get, you know, your CSR, blah, 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 excuse me, um, or CIC, whatever it is, you need to know what motivates them. And then you need to set, okay, if you do this, this year, and you can talk about this in your annual review, this is where I'd like to see you be within this year, you're going to get X amount of dollars of a bonus. You don't have to commit to giving them $5,000 more in their salary. This can be a $1,000 bonus here, a $500 bonus there. And the cool thing about independent agencies, there's a lot of ability and opportunity from standard carriers that they will actually help to give you bonuses as well. Not profit sharing, not contingency. I mean, actual little bonuses. If you, you know, they do contests and things of that nature, utilize some of those things with your people. If you can't give them a formal career path, because you're not a large organization, you're not structured that way. And, you know, you're still trying to get your, you know, your, your footing here. You don't have to try to mimic what a large corporation does. You can still make it work really well for you. But I will say as a leader, if you are not motivating your people and giving them opportunity to grow, you better be careful because you're likely going to lose some people pretty quick. This is the way it has become. I don't see anything returning back to the way it used to be. We're not in the 90s anymore, guys. or not even in the early 2000s. Things have drastically changed in the employment market big time. And we have to keep people challenged, motivated, and interested in their work.
1: People want, they're always overstimulated with everything at this point. So once they get a little bored, yep. that's that's what's scary. Like I think that's translated a lot. Like you're saying, people want to continue to be stimulated.
0: So definitely.
1: Stay in the forefront and and be open. Have the conversations.
0: You yeah. Know? And there's a lot of competition out there, guys. LinkedIn yeah. sends. Messages to people all the time, reading their bios, reading what skills they have, where they've been, those recruiters are utilizing LinkedIn all of the time. And if they're offering your employees something much, much more than you're offering, that relationship you have with your follower better be a solid one because otherwise they're halfway out the door. And that is a tough reality right now. And it's why the promotion opportunities are happening because things are shifting in organizations. So making sure you take the time to know what motivates your people understand what it is that they want listen to what they want they will tell you what they need from you if they say i need forty thousand dollars well we're not going to be able to do that i'm sorry but let's talk through what we can do for you some of it's not going to be realistic and some of those people are going to have to go somewhere else and that's okay however you can take control over it now and take the time to know what motivates the people on your team
1: right exactly
0: Yep. So Dana, congratulations thank to you. you. So you happy for you. And <laughs> you're doing so well. This was a natural move for you. And I know the agents that work with very closely with you really adore you and just uh, respect and appreciate your knowledge and expertise.
1: Well, thank you. And that's just going to continue to grow at this point. <laughs> so exactly. I appreciate that. And I'm very excited. And again, I'm just going to give props to my department. I have amazing mentors in that department and so many people, again, support staff and management. But yes, along with all of them, we're going to just continue to grow. I can't wait. I'm super excited. So thank you
0: very much. Of course, I'm excited to see you grow some more. All right, guys, thanks for listening. All right, have a great day.